It's the 22nd morning of the third month, year of our Lord, 2023. Tomorrow, there's going to be an executive uh, meeting uh, of the State Central Committee and the regular Central Committee meeting, and they're going to consider the Disciplinary Committee's recommendations about uh, censuring or otherwise punishing, disciplining um, State Representative Tom Patton for his blatant uh, usurping of uh, the caucus rules, his ignoring of his own oath and his own promise uh, to vote for the winner of the caucus back in November. He was a part of the Gang of 22 that has split the Ohio House uh, right on the Republican side right down the middle. Well, not quite the middle. It's 45 to 22. But when you add 32 Democrats who now support and side with the 22 um, uh, Republicans who split from the supermajority, you actually have a majority on the other side now. So uh, the disciplinary committee has heard a lot of the arguments, a lot of the complaints about what Tom Patton did by violating his oath to vote for Derek Maron as speaker. And Tom Patton has been silent thus far. He has not responded. Well, he did in letter form, but he refused to attend the disciplinary committee hearing so that he could actually state his case in person. Uh, the disciplinary committee responded with their uh, uh, their considerations, if you will, and they have indeed adopted a resolution on uh, a discipline for Tom Patton. It would include censuring him, which would mean that he would not be eligible for funds and he would not be eligible for an endorsement if he decides to run for office again, which almost everyone agrees that he will run for the United, or excuse me, for the Ohio State Senate in 2024. It would also boot him from the Central Committee altogether. So this is uh, just a continuation of the circus sideshow that was created when uh, Patton and 21 others decided to support Jason Stevens for speaker in violation of the um, promise and the agreement made by the Republican caucus back in November to support Derek Maron as speaker. And joining us now to try to make some sense out of all of this, and it's not easy, that's why we turn to the best, is our good friend Jack Windsor. Jack Windsor is the... um, is the founder and the editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network. He is also uh, my podcast partner when we do our talk and smack with Bob and Jack, and he has brought his fan base with him. You guys got a following. What can I tell you? Jack Windsor joins us now on 1420 The Answer. How are you doing, Jack? Hey, Bob. Super fantastic. Great to be with you and the listeners this morning. Thanks for choosing me. So I would choose nobody else. First of all, we do this every Wednesday anyway, uh, but I would certainly have chosen nobody else to talk about this very important situation. So tomorrow night they're going to have the committee hearings, or meetings, I should say, and Tom Patton is going to appear before these committees for the very first time since all of this went down. I've tried to give as much background as I can on what the discipline com- disciplinary committee has uh, said about Tom Patton, about what the potential punitive actions tomorrow are. I've talked a little bit about his defense. He claims that there was no unanimity rule that required everybody to vote for the speaker who won the caucus vote. So I'm going to ask you to fill in all of the blanks for us. Tell us what we're missing and tell us what you expect tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah, there's quite a bit. So I'll start down the list here, uh, down the punch list, and you stop me when you need to. But, uh, you know, this all came about uh, the last time the uh, RPCC, Republican Party, Cuyahoga County met. Uh, they were looking at censuring Tom Patton, and I believe it was member Ralph King referred the matter to the disciplinary committee, and he was citing bylaws and Robert's rules and best practices. And as you just hit, I think it's important to reiterate, possible recommendations from the committee include kicking Patton off the Central Committee, 
and executive committee for the remainder of this election cycle and barring him from receiving a party endorsement this cycle. Now, that matters, as you said, because the scuttlebutt is that after he terms out of the House, which is this term, he's going to run for Senate. Well, if he's not able to receive an endorsement, then he doesn't get some of those perks in the primary, meaning the financial perks, marketing help. That all disappears, which would make his run that much more difficult. Now, I've talked with members of the RPCC, and they cite Patton's flip-flop on the speaker vote, which we've talked at, talked ad nauseum about, Bob, uh, choosing Stevens over Marin. Um, and a lot of people would argue the point that there was no vote of acclamation. Uh, I have dozens of people who have said, yes, there was, first of all, there is a protocol that when you go into that caucus vote, um, it is part of the standard operating procedure that whoever wins the vote, you acclimate around that candidate and you vote for that candidate on the floor. Now, the people who didn't do that point to Larry Householder. I'm not going to go into the weeds on that, the differences between Householder and Stevens. However, that's kind of the, the, the standard operating procedure. In addition to that, my understanding is there was a vote after Derek Maron won on November 16th, and it was a, a unanimous vote. No one voted against it. So um, that is the big, uh, I guess, linchpin here that really got Tom Patton into some of this. Now, um, he wouldn't allow me to interview him on ma- these matters at hand, stating he wanted me to come to Cleveland to do so. But I will note that he gave an interview to the Ohio Capital Journal uh, in <laughs> WEWS Channel 5 um, back in late Capital February. Journal. By the way, just to follow up on that, he has refused our request for interviews as well. We have reached out to him uh, numerous times since uh, January 3rd when he pulled this, uh, and he has refused to come on, <clears throat> and I think there's a pretty good reason why. And by the way, as part of the evidence, before you go continue with your your punch list, uh, uh, Jack, uh, just to assert or to reassert what you just said, it has been confirmed that the GOP caucus meeting in November, all members present supported, unanimously supporting, uh, Representative Marin for Speaker. Representative Hoops reminded the GOP caucus of this when he seconded the motion for Representative Marin to be Speaker. In addressing the Butler County GOP, Representatives Gross, Tom Hall, uh, and uh, uh, Rodney Creech all stated there was unanimous consent that the GOP caucus would support Representative Marin for Speaker, and nobody spoke in opposition, including Tom Patton. It was confirmed and verified with Representative Ron Ferguson that Representative Patton was present, and there was unanimous consent. No one spoke in opposition. So if Tom Patton did not like this idea, because and part of his defense is that there's no official rule, and this is part of his defense, Jack, you probably have read this, quote from Tom Patton's uh, statement in his defense on March 3rd, I keep hearing similarly false accounts that a unit rule or unanimity rule exists within the Ohio House Republican Caucus. I'm a member of that caucus, and sadly, uh, or I'm sorry, uh, let's see, as a longstanding member of that caucus, I assure you there is no such rule. So since there's no unanimity rule per se in the caucus, he is saying that he is free to not abide by uh, the unanimity clause, if you will, that was simply part of the standard operating procedure or the standard protocol that they use he was given an opportunity to rise and say there's no mandate that we all have to vote for him just because he won this there's no unanimity rule here so i can do whatever i want he did not rise in opposition which means that he by default gave his approval for the agreement to vote uh for everyone to vote unanimously 67 to nothing for Derek merritt <laughs> Well, two things. It, it's kind of he said, she said, right? Uh, I have representatives who say 
Tom Patton was president and did not rise in opposition. I have people who have said to me, Tom Patton told me he wasn't even in the room. So which is it? I don't know. Unfortunately for most Ohioans, we'll never know because we're not privy to the caucus. I can tell you what it feels like. It feels a lot like Bill Clinton explaining the cigar episode. You know, define it, right? And, and that's, I think, part of it. People get lost in the muddied water that ends up being this discussion. But that is neither here nor there. So, you know, they've cussed that. They've discussed it. There are people who say, hey, he broke the commitment, and he's saying, I didn't break a commitment. Okay. Well, since then, however, text messages have surfaced in which Patton says that Marin was bad for him because of Marin's positions on right to work and prevailing wage legislation while swearing on his grandkids' eyeballs that he was not in cahoots with Stevens. Um, now, proponents of his discipline also cite his flip-flop on the Midway bike path, which that might resonate with your listeners in, in your area, Bob. Yes, that originally uh, That was originally nixed by the budget bill, and that was nixed by Patton, but his opponents say he reversed course af- after Democratic pressure. Uh, that's at least what one source told me. Uh, and then he Multiple has sources, those- by the way, have reported that. Multiple sources have reported to that, that Tom Patton is only too eager to make happy his union friends and, quite frankly, his Democrat friends. He goes against things right. that he originally stands for uh, when he realizes it's going to be beneficial for him, that he, he essentially is selling out his constituents. He's the only Republican in, in, in the state house from Cuyahoga County. And in, in other words, he's the only one that Republicans in Cuyahoga County have to turn to, to represent them. It appears as though he forgot what the word representative means. His job is to represent those who put him there. And the Republicans who put him there might as well have just now, you know, 12, uh, what is there, 12? 12 Democrats, considering the fact that their one Republican is governing, governing like one. Continue. <laughs> well said. Um, uh, his opponents and, and those are, that are in favor of discipline, they're also pointing to, uh, although they're small, consistent donations to Democrats, and they're going, well, wait a minute. If you're a member of the you know, Republican Party in the Central Committee, uh, why are you giving money to Democrats? And they also highlight that he said he was against householder that gave him $2,500. Um, and the other thing that they're, I guess, cussing and discussing back and forth is, well, as, well, as long as said, you're doing the donation thing and he gave householder yeah. that he was, quote, unquote, against, gave him $2,500, um, He's got a bit of a history of donating not to members of his own party, but to Democrats as well. There's a there's a relatively lengthy list of donations that he made to Democrats and Democrat co- uh, candidates and causes, Jack, which, again, begs the question, do the... You know, Republicans, even though we are a strong, uh, Republicans are a strong minority in Cuyahoga County, mm-hmm. do they have any representation in the state house at all? Yeah, I, I mean, the names like Joe DeMeo, uh, Paul Moranichek, uh, Brendan Sheehan, uh, Deanna O'Donnell, um, those are some of the names. Now, I want to under, I want to underscore, we have to research that first. So, uh, and then also Matt Patton, uh, former Democrat um, uh, rep from the Strongsville area. So, um, no relation, you know, by the way, for those who don't know that Patton, P A T T E N, different. Uh, that's not a relation. So, just so we're clear. But go ahead. Yeah. So you know that's that's another thing that they're pointing to. And then I guess the cherry on top was you know Tom was saying, look, I, I, we we were censured by the the state central committee, the Ohio Republican Party. 
they didn't ask us to come in and, you know, they didn't cross-examine us or we didn't get to cross-examine them. We didn't get to give our side of the story. Uh, lo and behold, though, when Tom Patton had the opportunity to do that uh, during the last Republican Party of Cuyahoga County meeting, he didn't show. And so um, that that's not voting well for him, according to people that I've talked with. Now, I'm trying to talk with Tom Patton. Um, he's not communicated with me. I will try again today. My understanding is he's lobbying pretty hard today on the phones, though, uh, calling donors. And uh, we'll see. It it might be quite a well, fireworks display tomorrow night. Well, it should be. And I am going to continue on the air uh, for the rest of this show and all day tomorrow lobbying for the exact opposite. Trans Dems are Dems. Uh, in the vernacular of the day, trans Dems are Dems. If he is going to identify with and support Dems and side with Dems to undercut the uh, the supermajority of the Republican Party in the House of Representatives, then he might as well be a Dem. He has no business being on a Republican state. Central Committee. He has no business being, uh, uh, quite frankly, in the Republican caucus at all. I have had enough. I'm tired of these people. I'm tired of their games. I'm tired of their, um, you know, hamstringing the conservative movement that we went to great lengths as Ohio Republicans to give them uh, the supermajority to support. We gave them an agenda. We gave them the numbers they needed to to, to uh, pursue that agenda, and they turned it around. Twenty two of them, including Tom Patton, they turned around and gave it away. They gave that that power away, and they finally gave the Democrats, thirty two of them, a seat at the table, despite their super minority status. Um, Jack, um, I've got a guest on the line here, I am told, so I want to bring him in because I think he's germane to this conversation. He is the uh, uh, chairman of the Strongsville GOP PAC, Shannon Burns, uh, joins us now on AM 1420, The Answer. Hey, Shannon. Hey, Bob and Jack. How are you guys doing? We're doing well. Hey, Shannon. Uh, doing well. Th- thanks for coming on. I was just uh, I was just reading your uh, your text chain between yourself and uh, and Representative Tom Patton. So it's kind of uh, interesting and great that you've called. Now, is there anything you want to tell us? Well, hey, I, I heard you guys talking about this, and obviously you're, you're right. I mean, Strongsville GOP has a, a very distinct interest in this. Uh, Tom Patton has been a, our state rep, our state senator, our state rep, our state senator, uh, for over 20 years. We've endorsed him for over 20 years. And now, as the world's seen, um, you know, the, he was texting with me in December and, and beyond, swearing on his grandchildren's eyes that he was not part of this, that he was not going to screw the party and he wasn't going to go with uh, Stevens. And uh, clearly, that's not the case. Um, I do plan, and as do many other uh Great members of the Republican Party plan to attend the meeting tomorrow night. The county party is the next step in in holding uh, Representative Patton accountable. And you know we're going to be in a in a room where um, I think that there's going to be some friends of Representative Patton, but most likely it's it's a room that's pretty hostile to him. Um, and I'll be very surprised if he even shows. Uh, he he didn't show. Uh, he didn't uh, respond to us when we gave him the opportunity. He didn't come to our meeting when we gave him the opportunity. He didn't come to the disciplinary committee when given the opportunity. Um, so, you know, he'll, he'll uh, do what he does tomorrow night. But the, the reality is, is that the party has taken one of the most unprecedented moves to remove him from his official position in the party. And um, I, I'm pretty interested to see what the rest of the members of the committee uh, do with that. Uh, I hope that they follow their conscience and protect our interest is in violence um, to make certain that, you know, we don't have more of the same that's happening here. Unfortunately, it's a pretty sad situation, but we've we've seen yeah. this go really from bad to worse. Jack, I want to give you a hey, chance Bob, to respond to mind? that. 
Yo, you want to do it yeah. now? I, I wanted to. I wanted to give context to the grandchildren's eyes thing, but go ahead, Jack. I'll, I'll do that after. Well, I was. I, I was just going to say. Um, I, I want to confirm what Shannon is saying. I I submitted a record request to Patton's office, and so the text message that Shannon is talking about is legitimate, as is the one uh, wherein Patton says that Marin is bad for him because of you know fair way uh, prevailing wage and. Uh, right to work uh, stances, um, but Bob, if you want to go ahead, I'll hold my. I do have a question. Well, you know what? Let's hold all of it because it's eleven twenty-six, okay. and I need a break. Uh, I missed it already. So let let me take a break here, and we'll go through the bottom of the hour. Uh, and if you guys can both hold on the line, let's continue this conversation. I want you to get the answers you want, Jack, from Shannon, if you can, and I want to share the context here of exactly what we're dealing with. The things that Tom Patton said as he completely misled. The, the, the chairman of the Strongsville GOP PAC, as well as, quite frankly, everybody else in the Republican caucus other than the 21 who joined him in backstabbing uh, the, uh, the, the constituents, the Republican stitch, constituents in Ohio. So I want to get more uh, of that after we take this time out on Always Right Radio. Okay, 1135 now. we got about eight good minutes left with our guests. Jack Windsor is our regular Wednesday commentator on all things Ohio. Usually we stick to Ohio, and today we certainly are. He's the founder and editor of the Ohio Press Network, uh, and he's also my co-host on the uh, podcast uh, Talking Smack with Bob and Jack, which I urge you to find, follow, and uh, and uh, consume. Shannon Burns is the uh, chairman of the uh, uh, Republican Party in Strongsville, the Strongsville GOP PAC, and uh, we're discussing Tom Patton and his uh, long-awaited appearance well, he didn't make an appearance at all in the in front of the disciplinary committee, but he's going to appear before the executive committee tomorrow uh, with the state central committee. And uh, at issue is going to be discipline for his role in the Gang of 22. Shannon, um, you referenced uh, something about Tom Patton swearing on the eyes of his grandchildren that he's not part of this and he doesn't know anything about it. I want to give that context here by sharing your text chain with him if that's okay with you uh because sure. i know it's been introduced into the record here for the purposes of the disciplinary committee it's an attachment there and uh this is you i hear stevens is lobbying dems and pro-union r's are about going to back him an attempt to push Marin out of speakership you hearing same and tom Patton replied first i've heard of that one you said okay good he said honest to god <clears throat> you said, good, rumors are usually purposefully started. Wonder what the motive is. He said, I'd not be surprised if someone made a move. I don't recall ever having a conversation with Stevens. What part of the state? You said, not sure. I heard from someone in the, heard from someone in the Southwest, but it could have started anywhere. I will tell you this race for state chair is going to be interesting. He said, who are you supporting? Then you said, I just, I'm just saying, I got a message from a Bryant. No, I'm sorry. Is this you or him? This is him. I beg pardon. This is Tom Patton saying, I'm just saying, I got a message from a Brian Mike a little bit ago. Said he heard I was doing something he hoped I wasn't doing. I asked him what he heard. Said I was part of a movement to overthrow the Marin election. I called bull blank. Demanded a name. He finally said he heard it on Jack Windsor and Bob France on the radio. Do you know these guys? He said I was supporting Stevens in this challenge. I haven't spoken to him since the night he lost. On my grandkids' eyes. Is this Brian Mike just a blank starter? I didn't even know he was in my Facebook. So this is about as strong of a denial of his support for Jason Stevens in this uh, coup of 22, as Jack has dubbed it, um, as one can get. On my 
grandkids' eyes. He didn't know anything about it. Then suddenly, on January 3rd, he cast a vote for Jason Stevens announcing, yeah, Marin wasn't good for me, uh, you know, because of the, 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 you know, the right to work thing. I, I am blown away that somebody could make such a statement and then take the action that he did, Shannon. And, and, and that, that says an awful lot about, an awful lot about the character of the lone Republican in Cuyahoga County in that state house. Yeah, I mean, what good what good is as a quote unquote lone Republican if he's actually voting with the Democrats? I mean, that uh, I've heard people try to use that as an apologetic uh, uh, response, right? Ah, uh, you know, yeah, he'll take care of Tom. He's our last Republican. Well, what the hell good is he? Excuse me. What good is he if he's uh, voting with the Democrats? Yeah, well, not only voting with the Democrats, but obviously engaging in the conspiracy to make all of this happen while denying it on his, I think he said on God several times, and on his grandkids' eyes. Uh, if the man is not able to be taken at his word, especially when he swears on his grandchildren, then he's totally untrustworthy and not, in my opinion, not only is he not worthy of a spot on the Central Committee, he's not spot of a worthy in the, uh, uh, in the uh, uh, legislature at all. Jack, go ahead. Yeah, so Shannon, I think you started uh, answering this question, so I'll tee it up again. Uh, what do you say to constituents and, and maybe even Patton himself when it's said that Patton may be union friendly and a moderate, not necessarily fully conservative, uh, but it's better to have a Patton Republican or a Patton type Republican than a Democrat in the seat? Uh, is it about ideology or is it more about the alleged breach of a caucus commitment? When I look at this right now, Jack um, and Bob, uh, first and foremost, this is about ethics and his ability to be a partner in the process. He, by, by every action and by his words, has no interest in being held accountable by the voters uh, for the actions he does. Not to mention his friends, Strongsville GOP, are his friends. We've, we've gone to bat for him multiple times. We've knock doors for him. We, you, you name it, we've done it for Tom Patton. And he just lies, just lies directly to you. If you can't hold your elected officials' word to their, I mean, that's their word is their bond. Right? He lied to his caucus. Now, he can say what he wanted. I've talked to three members who said he was in the room when the unanimous vote was taken because it was taken moments after the uh, vote for speaker happened. Mm-hmm. Marin's uh, 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 nominated as speaker for the caucus. Moments later, they they do a unanimous vote, which is traditional. He was there in the room, and now he's lying to his members because he didn't follow his word that he was going to be. He was going to follow the unanimous consent uh, of the caucus. He's lying to us now, saying he wasn't there. He, this is like. You, what, what's that old adage, right? Every white lie, white lie adds up, and now he doesn't know which lie he's told. And now we're constantly dealing with this. We have a ethics and, and a integrity issue first and foremost. We can get to the ideology later. We could talk about all of the things that have been good or bad in the past, but you can never trust them again, right? He, you know, he goes and says he's going to co-sponsor the Safe Act right now, which he is, but he might do that up until the point in time when he gets through this issue. And then, you know, he, can we ever trust that he's actually going to continue doing what he says he's going to do now? No. No, not at I mean, all. How, and he, how, he has admitted, how can you trust him as a member of the party? He admitted in his text messaging to you, Shannon, that he is, um, you know, uh, he has pledged his fealty, if you will, to the labor unions and the Democrats that support him. Because, I'm again, I'm looking at this exchange. Um, 
You said to him on January 3rd, I implore you, don't go with Stevens. And he said, uh, responded to you three hours later after he did it, or four hours later, Marin bad for me. He was planning on right to work and prevailing wage bills. You said, not bad for Republicans. Sorry, he was bad for you. He said, the only R who got elected in Cuyahoga this last November with a ton of labor support and money. Would I have won without them? You would know better than anyone. And then you said, I, you could have told me I stood up for you and had your back, and now I look like a complete fool. Glad your union buddies are happy with you. He's admitting that the labor support and the money drove him to voting with Stevens to make the Democrats happy. Then pledges, no, we didn't make any deals whatsoever. Well, maybe you didn't sign on a dotted line any kind of a deal, but you obviously let them know that you would be supporting them if they continued to support you. And that's exactly what went down here as a quid pro quo. Or am I reading that wrong? No, you're spot on, Bob. That's Unfortunately, I mean, every time I read it, it just makes me, uh, it makes me sad, right? Because this is a guy that known forever, lives right down the street from me. And somebody that I was willing to go to bat for because I thought I knew him. And yeah. clearly I didn't. Clearly I was the, Jack. Uh, I made the mistake here because, what, you know, I trusted him and I should not have. Jack, I'm going to give you the last word here. i got about a minute. Go ahead. Well, I, I'm, <laughs> no, I, I think you all have covered it uh, extensively. I, I think the thing that this will probably come down to isn't necessarily – the letter of of any law it's really going to be um the spirit of the party you know the spirit of the practice and is this offense you know is it conduct uh tending to injure the good name of the organization or disturb its well-being i think that's what it's going to come down to and uh we'll find out we will indeed, and I and I certainly hope that enough members of the uh, executive committee and the central committee um, see the the seriousness of this and punish him and excommunicate him, if you will, from those committees, uh, censure him, make sure he gets no more support, no endorsements, no money, because uh, again, a trans dem is a dem, and Tom Patton has proven to be a trans dem. He identifies as one, therefore he is one. Jack Windsor, thank you. Shannon Birds, thank you. I appreciate everybody being a part of our conversation today. We'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.